Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. Thank you so much for choosing to hang out with us this afternoon. We got we got a lot of gossip to get to today. It's pretty hot. We're just gonna chat and have some Friday fun. Um, you know, how hard would it be for you, Holly, to find in the club? Oh geez. Not very. Okay, I think we should play that. I think we got a birthday. We do. One uh-huh. moment. We do. I think we got a birthday. Oh, Jessica Simpson is 40 today. Yes. I'm so happy she's 40. She's 40? She's 40. All right. And yeah, it's my birthday uh-huh. tomorrow. Yeah. Go, Lori. We go Go cancers. That's right. Let me tell you whose birthday you're sharing it with. I think July 11th. Uh-huh. Lisa Renna. Is she July 11th? Yeah, she's oh a July word. 11th. And it's a Saturday night. We were going to see Kaleo at the Basilica. My boyfriend. It was going to be a picture perfect weekend. weekend. My friend that does, uh, you know, Jean Ryan, yes. she does the promoting of that. I just sent her a note. I said... I'm thinking about you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yeah, I had to get to the cabin. Oh, it's... You know, it's, and then another friend of mine who always goes to the Basilica, we were just, like, trading some memories back and forth. And I said, okay, well, next year... Your birthday... Okay, so we've gone from it being a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For for half of our existence, mm-hmm. the 18 years, 9, mm-hmm. 10 years, it was a month. Mm-hmm. Went down to three weeks because you started to realize maybe your voice was suffering. I was getting so worn out. You were. All it was hard this. to come to work after the every night you went out. July is usually jam packed with concerts and festivals and, and fun. And the Basilica is always kind of around my always birthday because it's birthday, the weekend yes. after the Fourth of July, and so I'm guaranteed to have a I, fun. You are. You know, get together. You are. Well, next year, though. Next year. I think we go the whole month. Okay, we'll back. Let's, we're back. Let, let yeah. it be so. Let I it think be so. We're going so hard in 2021. Please. And I'll go out with you, Lori. And my only oh, birthday. Oh, we heard it here. Yeah. Hi, Ready. And I think everyone who has a powerful cancer birthday, the yes. month of July, pray for a vaccine. Yes. So that this nightmare may come to an end. I'm all in on that. Are you all in on that? Oh. Go ahead, Leos, Virgos, you're coming up. Everyone who's no, going to have a weird birthday. Everybody. Everybody who had a birthday before March 
like tenth or something like that. Birthday or not, we need we need we need a vaccine. We need the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Jeez Louise. Well, you got a new hairdo, Jane. Not really. I just she um, styled it different. Well, okay, so fancy. So Jane, Mm -hmm. Queen of the Buttery Blondes. I should take a picture of you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Uh, Queen of the Buttery buttery Blondes. She, I said when I saw her six weeks ago, I she said I have ninety blondes to do. And um, I had to smile. Holly said I couldn't talk for a second. I said, have you done all your 90 blondes? She said, not yet. And I said, and I'm seeing you now for the second time. Right, Lori, you're butting butting ahead of all the other blondes. I'm a pre-planner. This is? I make an appointment before I'm out of the chair for the next one. And And I just am like, I I gotta go, I gotta go. It felt decadent going in six weeks because I went, I had gone from like the middle of January until June. You went longer because I did box stuff at home yeah. and then uh, a little gal, you know, came over and tried to, we, she did do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. But I, um, yeah. So, you went for, for a real, ever. I, I was so grateful that I bought the Bumble and Bumble tan blonde hair powder mm-hmm. spray in or whatever that saved me. Yeah. I went kind of brunette yeah. during the end of mine. Yeah, big so, time. So anyway, it was it was it was fun. But uh, Jane, they have limited amount of staff, so usually this gal Marissa would blow out my hair, and right. I would just pay her for a blowout. Jane, who's always just colored, she's having to give blowouts, but she just round brushed it, and I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It looks very good. I mean, long. it's very it's we long both... and curly, and I didn't have her flat iron because she, like me, doesn't know how to use a flat iron. I every... did. I flat ironed. Julia, every time I flat iron my hair, it's something strange happens. Like your mm-hmm. hair looks cute, flat ironed. Oh yeah, it's it, so long. It is. I know. Someone's I... gonna want to pull it. I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Call me right now. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I just want to say, give a shout out yes. to uh, Carla, oh yeah, Patricia, Barb, Barb um, and Marlis. They are the birthday club crew that every year they send me a birthday card every year. Oh. And Barb sent me one with a little French bulldog drinking a cocktail, and it says the secret to staying young is to consume plenty of liquids. That it's is- Manny the Frenchie. That oh. is one of the secrets to my success. That and Dr. Crutchfield. That and Dr. Crutchfield. <laughs> These are big secrets. Well, now we always, let's just see if we hear from anybody else on your birthday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know who I'm talking about. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know who mm-hmm. you're talking about. I really don't. Someone that always pretended it wasn't happening. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Although, you know what, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think, he, I think. Yeah. I think we're not going to get a phone call from, I think so too. from uh, Harry Styles as yeah. much as we want. He pretends <gasps> every year he doesn't know us. That's right. What the hell? <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, so Real Housewives of um, New York. Mm-hmm, last night. It's good to be back in uh, Bluestone Manor up in the Berkshires. It was kind of an epic episode. Um, okay, so we know why um, the Countess isn't drinking anymore. She was drinking last night, and she was an angry drunk. Oh, was she? She was so bad. She was wasted. She's wasted and so mean. So mean. Anyway, it was kind of it was. It like was a, a good episode. I appreciated those ladies going at it. Yeah. For some reason, 
I love that Sonia Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. love her. So what we learned last night is something she she's. I, I've known about this because Sonia has have. bragged about this. Okay. You're you're a intermittent uh, watcher. housewife watcher. Yeah. Sonia Morgan has always bragged about being married to a Morgan of the banking Stanley right. Morgan that whole thing, and she's always bragged about like she had the slippers with the Morgan family crest because right. she does have a daughter with that yes. that old guy. And a couple seasons ago, she bragged about that she's in the blue book. And I had no idea. And I wrote it in my phone because I was know what all... the blue book is, Holly. I mean, is it like blue bloods? Kind of like well, it's old the Morgan money stuff. It's, it's the Morgan blue book. It's mm. the Morgan. The blue book is a blue book with a cover with Morgan etched in gold script and contains the family tree starting way back when in England and Wales. The Morgans lived and tracing it all the way through today. It's updated every generation. Snooty. It's a huge, oh, huge book. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are special dedications, sidebars to special family members. Sonia is very pleased because she. I am not a gold digger. That's right. <laughs> she gave birth to a baby and there she will remain in the Morgan Blue Book. And I love that she was. Showing it off on her mantle. It was kind of funny, but that I love that house in the Dorchesters. I mean, wherever it, they are, where are the, the Dor- Winchesters? It's, it's Door Berks- County. It's the Berkshires. <laughs> Johnny Depp's staying at the Dorchester. Yeah, maybe. There we go. Supposedly, and, yeah. and I'd like to stay in Door County. I've never been, but yeah. so it's the Berkshires. The Berkshire. Where the heck is that upstate, or who the hell knows? I don't really know where it is. I know it's New York, but how far is it from New York City? Three hours, four hours. The Berkshires in Massachusetts, Western. Oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, all right. M-A-S-S. All right, it's down there. I didn't even know. I thought it was like it by off? Finger I, Lake. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. That's, that's upstate New York. This okay. is, yeah. a, we know, I always wanted to go to the Finger Lakes, too. Remember, we had the guy on who wrote the book about the Finger Lakes. Yeah, we did. All right, listen, we got to go. We all have right. to get off of this um, geography quiz that we're failing pretty badly. <laughs> pretty bad. And come back <laughs> with our story we can't get enough of, which is quite simply Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. We're getting dirty early here. You can't dirty. wait for the dirt alert. Oh my gosh. No, so much. It's it's yeah. you feel dirty reading all this stuff. The dirty laundry that has come out of Johnny Depp's uh libel uh lawsuit against the sun. If I had known it was going to be this dirty, you would have worked harder been, to tell him. I would have been praying last week that the high court threw out the case. And it didn't go to trial because no matter who wins this horribly smeary, ugly, dirty, dirty, yucky case. I mean, with audio. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of them. They they're both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. They both are going to lose. And and again, radio silence. Um, from the major morning shows, not a second devoted to this. Do you think that's out of respect for Johnny Depp? I don't know that I would call it respect for Johnny Depp, because think about it. Theaters have gone dark. The movie theaters are closed. Scripts Uh are gathering dust. Production has seized. And you've got this biggest, nastiest, uh, unbelievable tea that's being spilled with all kinds of allegations from pooping in the bed to throwing champagne bottles to um, Cutting calling your... somebody a 50 cent stripper, begging. You're uh, nothing your wife, but a 50 cent, cent stripper. stripper. Um, the, the, it's just, it's so unbelievable. You're so missing that, the best one. Which one? Which one? 
That Johnny Depp testified that he called Amber Heard Amber Turd. That's Amber right. Turd. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he, got, he threatened to cut off Elon Musk's wiener. Um, he called him mollusk. I mean, you. The, and I get that they're they would have to like tread lightly, but they have always covered. I think of the divorce coverage of Brad and Angelina. Oh. I mean, that was on the morning. I mean, that was everywhere. We, They've covered other libel. Uh, suits when they have happened um, and not a word yet again. Do you think it's just too dirty? Do you think it's just too gross? I wonder if Johnny Depp, if he is represented, like his agency, right, is is that big of a deal that they have said if, you know, like, we're not going to make people available. What, what, What is there available? Nobody's promoting anything. To me, it seems like an idle threat. Well, th- yes, you but know, maybe there's... Some- I, I've, I've just found it very strange. And maybe again, they can't stand Amber Heard and they just don't want to give her any playtime? I don't know. Julia, it doesn't... I know. It doesn't make any sense, and it has to be coming somehow with the Johnny Depp connection that they're not covering it. ABC, they're owned by Disney. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's so crazy what's happening. I mean, consider this. Johnny Depp, once one of the world's highest paid actors and as holly said yesterday worldwide known yes you know people know who he is i mean he today was his fourth day he's got to come back on monday there's going to be another day of testimony uh vanessa paradis and winona are going to be going to be on the witness stand virtually right um amber heard well, will that be will be something nice oh amber heard she will be taking the stand probably starting next wednesday but i mean it's everything that you could ever know like here's here's something a, a text that was read yesterday in court that johnny depp sent to his talent agent christian carino who a couple years later became lady gaga's fiance oh yeah 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 and so this is what johnny writes and this gets read in court and showed up on the screen she's begging for total global humiliation she's gonna get it she bleeped malas crooked bleep and he gave her some bleep lawyers i have no mercy no fear none also house of emotion or what I once thought was love for this gold-digging, low-level, dime-a-dozen, mushy-pointless, dangling, overused, flappy fish market. I kind of love how uh, he's, okay. really, so he's, he's uh, got away uh, with words. Okay. Fish market. And then he says, the text goes on in this text to Christian, I'm so bleeping happy she wants to go to court to fight this out, meaning the divorce. She will hit the wall hard, and I cannot wait to have this waste of a bleep guzzler out of my life. I met a bleeping sublime little Russian here, which made me realize the time I blew on that 50-cent stripper. Whoa! But now I will stop at nothing. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Nothing. Let's see if Mollusk has a pair. He's referring to Elon Musk, I think. Come see me face to face. I'll show him things he's never seen before, like the other side of his bleep when I slice it off. Wow. Wow. So the we know. Up. All of that, and um, he's, he, it just, um, he also said that if he broke Amber Heard's rules, she would just go crazy, that she herself drank two bottles of wine every night, every night, and that she was very controlling, very abusive. She burned his face with a cigarette. I mean, some days, a couple days in court, he talked about himself in the third person Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know. Well, she always, he said she would just record me every night. Every night she just taped me and it was like she was building, you know, sort of a kid. I don't know. Well, there's 14 incidents that the son's lawyer introduced of time of physical violence, whether it was something being thrown, 14 different things. Okay. And then there's the audio that they played today of Johnny Depp begging Amber Heard to cut him. Yeah, I, I, I had, to, I made Lori turn it off, Holly. I'm just like, turn it off, turn it off, stop. It yeah. has to stop. They brought up his 2014 the Hollywood Film Awards when he remember he was wasted, wasted. couldn't figure out the microphone. We talked about yes, it. Yes, we did. We did, and he wished he hadn't done it. He said, "I was a very sick man on a lot of things," and he said he tried to get sober. But I'm not ashamed that I got up there because my agent asked me to do it, and whoever the guy was, he felt he should do it. He denied dangling one of the teacup Yorkies out the window, threatening to throw it out the window on a freeway ride, and he did admit a freeway that, freeway ride, and he did admit. <laughs> He was responsible for the other Yorkie accidentally eating a nice big ball of cannabis. <laughs> I mean, Unbelievable. You couldn't I know. Make it, it it's going to still get worse. Yeah. I yes, don't know. It is going to be worse. Yeah. So in 2016, he left um, his agent that he had since 21 Jump Street. Oh. For, they were together over 21 years and he joined CAA. So CAA is his agency. Yep. Maybe that explains And his sister, it? If, and it says here, Depp, who stars as Sparrow once again next summer, and this is back in 2016, mm-hmm. um, his sister is managed by his sister, Christine Dembrowski, mm-hmm. and brought by longtime attorney Jake Bloom and Bloom Harriet. And I feel like they're, they that's over too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, the people. Oh, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny. I mean, it's just, it, it is really... I hope no one's reading. It's the dog days of summer. Mm-mm. This is this is what I mean. He wanted to just give his career a reboot. I think that's why he's doing all this. And I feel like it's just it's wrong. I mean, the evidence is exhausting and sickening, and it gives matrimonial dirty linen a bad name. There you go, honey. It really matrimonial does. dirty linen, up to and including actual soiled bed sheets. Oh. And the name Amber Turd. Now stuck. I kind of like that, though. Oh, boy. All right, listen. We'll be right back with some other marital 
dirty laundry being aired out this very day. All right. Hey gang, thanks for hanging out with us. Happy Friday afternoon. We're delighted to be joined by Mary Simpsons. Mary, am I saying that right? You are saying that right, Mary yes. Simpsons with her hot book, uh, The Summer That Just Came Out, The Wedding Thief. Thank you for being on our show, Mary. And can you tell us all about what this wonderful book is about? It's a perfect summer I would summer love read. to. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, The Wedding Thief is the story of Sarah Harrington, who is summoned home to Connecticut by her mother. Sarah's mother tells Sarah that she's very ill, but she can't talk about it on the phone. But she says, you just have to get home right away. Uh, So Sarah does. But when she gets there, she finds out that her mother is not ill at all. In fact, she's fine. She's making dinner. And the whole thing was a ruse to get Sarah and her younger sister, Marielle, back home at the same time so that they would make up after not speaking for 18 months. And the reason why they haven't spoken in 18 months is because Marielle is about to marry Sarah's ex-boyfriend, who Sarah is still in love with. And so there's a little love triangle going on here. It's such a fun book to read. Um, And we got to, before we get into the book and asking you questions about it, you have a plug right on the front cover by James Patterson. I do. How Mm -hmm. how, How did that happen? Are you friends? Well, yes, we are. Um, I met Jim and Sue Patterson many years ago because our kids, who are now 22, uh, used to go to, um, you know, grammar school together. And um, so I, you know, I I knew them. And I I knew Sue quite well from doing things at the school together, you know, book club and room moms and all that. And um, about two years into writing the book, I... I mentioned to her one one evening at a little um, event that I was writing a novel, and she asked me what it was about, and I told her, and she said, it sounds good. I'd love to read a draft. And I said, boy, that'd be great. So one thing led to another. She read it. She gave it to Jim. He read it and liked it, and he took it to his publisher, and he said, I don't, I can't guarantee they'll publish it, yeah. but I'm going to you know, take it to them. And, then, and they did give me an offer. So That's amazing. I was, very, very lucky, and he's a very generous person with his time well, to do uh, that. The next time you see him, just tell him a big thank you for doing that Filthy Rich, the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. That was amazing. Oh, I know. Did you watch? Oh, yeah, that was something. I mean, that might be why Ghislaine Maxwell finally got arrested, that documentary. Well, who knows? Who I mean, knows? That, that's a subject that's very... Um, you know, I'm very interested in it because, of course, you know, he lived down here. Right. And so, yeah. And it, you're in Connecticut, right? Well, I'm in Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Oh, you're in Palm Beach. Yeah. Oh, honey. Well, yeah, we spend time in Connecticut in the summer, but not this year. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. So, so we're in Palm Beach. Okay, yeah. so in one of your books was even made into a Hallmark movie, which I've watched. Um, oh, the did you? Oh, I'm so happy. I'm a huge Hallmark movie fan. I, I like these books. They're happy. I mean, there's conflict and resolution, but I don't have to be stressed. Right. Exactly. There's a happy ending. There is. There's a happy and, ending. And I think one of the things about this book, about the two sisters, is that, you know, you had the, the older sister who seen, is the go-getter, the, the girl who just works really hard for everything and doesn't want any help from mom and dad. Right. And then you've got the younger sister who's more pretty 
and feels the older sister feels like everything comes easy to her and she always mm-hmm. gets seed money from mom and dad and they both have <laughs> these thoughts about each other because they're not that tight and mm-hmm. their misconceptions and jealousy about each other which end up not even being true exactly exactly and you might want to know how i would know all that being an only child right oh, <laughs> Did you marry someone with sisters? Do you have sister-in-laws? Uh, you know what? I mean, you know, you just have friends during your life with siblings, and you learn all this stuff. And then I did talk to a bunch of people, and I did, you know, I did my research. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, it, it, it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon, this stuff. So, no, and, you know. then, and then how one of, you know, in resentment is the other big thing, and how you yeah. can just hold on to resentment because you have this, this fairy tale thought in your mind of how something went and it's completely wrong mm-hmm. and how someone tells you it's completely wrong and you find it finally hits home. And I just, I, I really enjoyed this book. I think people love it. It's called the wedding thief. We're talking to Mary thief. thief. Mm-hmm. What I call it. The wedding cook, the wedding thief. <laughs> I don't know what you called it. <laughs> it's Friday. Thief as in, as it will. And it can only have two interpretations. The wedding thief. It's mm-hmm. either got to be somebody who's stealing things at weddings, which it's not. Or somebody who's actually trying to to hijack the event, which is what it is. Mm-hmm. And that is fun in itself. And you use, and I loved what I was reading on your website about how you love um, using photos as inspiration. I do. I do. Talk about yes. that because I just had this image of the mill that's described in the book and, you know, of what it would oh, look it like. Yes. You know what? Actually, I, I have a photo of that. And... On my um, Instagram site, um, actually, I don't know that I've put that one up yet, but on Little Brown's Instagram site, which I took over all day yesterday, so all these, there are like 10 posts that I put up there. One of them is a post of what I call my idea board, and it's just a sample. It's not every picture I use. Every picture I use is on my laptop, but... But on the idea board, I have pictures of that mill, and there is, you know, it's from a real mill in Connecticut, not in the area that I describe in the book, in a different geographic area, but a very, very old um, textile mill. Yes. So I, I like to start with pictures. I don't always start with pictures, but it, it just helps me kind of get grounded, and I might not use everything in the picture, or I might not use it exactly the way it's shown but, you know, it's, it's, it's just something, it's a jumping off point for me. I don't know I that we've ever be heard that before. No. We've really, never, really? I've never, not, we interviewed not really. an author a week. I've never heard I know you do. that before. I mean, well, you know what? I've also been a photographer all my life, and mm-hmm. I just have this yes. very visual way of writing. Even if I'm not using a picture, I see a scene in my head. I see it. I move the characters around. I think I'm really a frustrated movie director in a way. That that could Um, be next. Yeah, that could be next. This would be a perfect movie, though. Come on. Oh, well, I'd love to have it be turned into a movie. Yeah. Okay. Hollywood, are you listening to this? What what movie, (laughs) what book of yours was turned into the Hallmark movie? It was my first novel, which is really amazing. This is my third, and it was called The Irresistible Blueberry Bake Shop and Cafe. I love this song. And it was turned into a Hallmark movie called The Irresistible Blueberry Farm. And Allison Sweeney was the, is the, you know, the main star Mm -hmm. and one of the executive producers. It was really her project. And, um, and I was really happy with the way it turned out. And I got to go out to Vancouver and be on set for a couple of days in these little towns when oh, they were filming. How fun. It was, it, that was a great movie. 
I mean, and the guy oh, in it, I can't sure. remember the male actor's name because he does a lot of Hallmark movies. <laughs> but he, um, it's yeah, I, now I've got, I'm I know, I'm having one of these moments where Mark Lucas, Mark Lucas. Yeah, he's in quite a few. He's darling. He's darling. He is so sweet. They all were absolutely sweet, every single one of them. So what is, even Dave Barry gave you a plug. We love Dave Barry. Does he I live in Palm Dave Beach? Barry. Does he well, live- he's a Miami guy. Miami guy, and- okay. I went to the Miami Book Fair at the end of last year, really because I wanted to ask him for a blurb. I had met him at something a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I figured he, he might not remember me, but he was so kind, and he read the book, and he did it, and I just adore his stuff. I mean, I, I sit there and read his, his books, and I oh, just, yeah. I'm laughing out loud. I'm, I'm just doubling over laughing. He's great. And we're talking with Mary about her book, The Wedding Thief, and Dave Barry wrote... If you ever wanted to sabotage a wedding, and who hasn't, you should definitely read this book. In fact, you should read it anyway because it's funny, smart, and highly entertaining. Yeah. Mary, how do you feel about not being able to, you know, be out on a book tour with your book? You know, I really really miss talking to readers. Mm -hmm. That's the best part about being a writer is meeting people who say, oh, I, you know, I really like your book because of X or and Y, or mm-hmm. you really, you know, touched me in some way. That's it. That's everything to a writer. Right. That's all you want. And, and so I feel like I'm missing a big part of it. I do have virtual book talks scheduled. Right. And they are on my website, marysimsis.com. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But there's nothing like, you know, like meeting people in person, the old-fashioned way. We, yeah. we, we're we missing our Minnesota State Fair, and that's when we get to be out with the people here. Yeah. And we, I feel the same way about connecting with people who hang out with you, listen to you, read your book, you know, a little different. Right, but they know you, they and, know you. and you want to know them. And you and, would have gotten, it, like, I would think, I mean, people would have had some unbelievable stories to share with you about weddings. Oh, well, that's the other thing I'm missing, you mm-hmm. know, is just a chance to kind of compare notes and, and you know, and talk to people about Weddings they've been to and things that have gone wrong and things that have gone right and, you know, funny stories, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is just such a treat for us to meet you. Thank you this so is much. Really, all right, so we have to ask you what we ask everybody. What was the last great book that you've read? I finished a book, uh, I guess it was just last week, that I really enjoyed because it took me into an area that I really didn't know anything about the inner workings of. I'm just crossing my bedroom floor so I can grab it. It's on my bedside table still. It's called, you may have heard of it, The Chiffon Trenches. Oh, Andrei Leontali. Leontali, yeah. You love and, it? Um, his days in the fashion industry, including you know many years with Vogue. And I, I just found that really fascinating. I I am going to start that book this weekend. Did you get it, Lori? Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, good. You're oh. the first person that we know that has read it. And, and uh, so thank you. And thank you for yeah, writing The Wedding Thief. Great, you uh, know, you're, great book. You're so welcome. I just, I hope people will, you know, I think it's a good book for now because yes. there's a lot of humor in it. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need to laugh a little bit right now. Yep. I agree. And thank you. What a treat for us to meet you. Mary Sim says the book is The Wedding Thief. Get it right now. It just Did it just come out yesterday? It came or- out uh, the 7th. Tuesday. Okay. Just this well, week. Yeah. Congratulations to you, and we hope to have you on for your next book. Thank you both so All much. Right. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Lori and Julia. Thank you. Thank you. Our pleasure. All right. Listen, when we come back, we'll get to that other gossip we were talking mm-hmm. about, Julia.
Thanks for hanging out with us. So uh, last week, we barely covered it. There was some 28-year-old singer who claimed August. Whose name we didn't know. August something or other. And he said wanted to tell everybody he was on with like uh, Charlemagne the God or, or yeah, the yeah. Breakfast Club or, you know, a big a big radio show. So, At a New York or LA or yeah, something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he, that he had this affair with uh, Will uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. And we've always heard stories, you know, rumor, light rumors. There's, they're not swingers. They're, they have an open relationship mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then last Friday, Jada Pinkett was like, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're going to have to table talk. Something oh, like yeah. that or red table talk right. this or something like that. So they did it. It was today. It was today. And she... What? She admitted to it. So her tease, her tease when August um, said this, because uh, he said they were in a relationship. They were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of people thought he was just doing it to promote his album. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so her tease this last week was um, there's some healing that needs to happen. Dot, dot, dot. So I'm bringing myself to the red table to get more eyeballs on her Facebook right. um, table talk. <laughs> So today she sat across the table from her husband, Will Smith. And they discussed all this? They did. And so here's here's how they started out. One of the reasons I wanted to come to the table, the media, the headlines, we specifically never said anything, Will Smith said, as he sat across from his wife. We were purposely never saying anything. We specifically never said anything. He said it like nine times. We just felt, though, that it got to the point where you got to say something. So... I think he was referring to the fact that they never made it be known that they were separated. Right. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. Which and, is convenient after mm-hmm. the fact to say you were separated. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> and she goes on to say it's a situation that I consider private. It's it's a very personal journey that became very public. Well, Four they, and a half years ago. They could have just ignored all of this. We'd but, already but forgotten they about it. probably August. got a million eyeballs on the Red Table Talk. I find this all very interesting. Okay, so she goes on to say, four and a half years ago, I started friendship with August, who I was introduced to through my son. Gross. Mm -hmm. The mother of two singers said he he was really sick when they first met. He was 22 and a half. Okay. And then Smith, her husband, um, you know, um, says, Will Smith says, I was done with you to Jaden. And she said, we broke up. We decided that we were going... To separate for a period of time. And then what did you do, Jada? Will says to his wife. Mm -hmm. From there, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement with August. The one thing I want to clean up about giving, about you giving permission, which is the only person that can give permission in that circumstance circumstances myself because so august oh, went they on to always say, talk such gobbledygook they, do. So, they talk around everything they do so babies basically what august said is he did have a relationship with jada pinkett smith and will gave him the okay 
Here's what it says. Okay. Um, she, Jada Pith, when Smith uh, went on to clarify how that are the, their she kids had an right entanglement. Now. From there, I went on to go into a different kind of entanglement with August. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. And she didn't view her relationship with August as a transgression at all. And then here we go. Here's the goobly goop. Are you ready? Through that particular journey, I learned so much about myself and was able to really confront a lot of emotional immaturity, emotional insecurity. And I was really able to do some really deep healing. She goes on to say, and as I come through, came through and started to realize certain things about you and I, he decided to break off all communication. So the kid broke it off. He wanted more in the relationship. He was 22 to her 42. He was a friend of her son's. He was addicted to drugs. They probably tried some Scientology woo-woo. And I mean, they if she says they were amicably separated, we have no idea if that was really true. Mm-hmm. They certainly didn't let anyone know. Maybe there were rumors around that time mm-hmm. that they were, who knows. And then Jada and August were at least having a, a sexy boom boom relationship. He wanted more because he's twenty two yep. and he thinks he's going to be in love. And Jada is forty two and wiser and just realized blah blah blah. So they break up and Jada and Will are back together. And August didn't lie; he's not crazy after all. Mm-hmm. There we go. I I'm wanna... just saying, if you know, there's a reason why the two kids weren't there today. I don't know why they would have. I would have if I had been. Jada's people. Oh, I love this. Here we go. Okay, if mm-hmm. I'd been her PR person notes. and uh-huh. well, well, you're still trying to be Johnny Depp's. How are these people so going to sign people, you up? But I would have told them not to do this. No, it wouldn't this... be worth any of the eyeballs. So what? Who cares? It's their business. It's totally their business. It's their business. Yeah. And people had already forgotten who August even was. Yeah. We, we weren't even talking about this ago. story. I mean, are we really are are we really enticed by the no. personal relationship of Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith? No. And as in as much as that you would be inquiring about it if not for them putting it out there. No, the way because that they and then we have been so esoteric and you know, and then the fact that and she even calls it. it an entanglement. An entanglement. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It was hot sex yep. with a young man who and was he friends worshiped, with my son. Who was friends with your son. He worshipped you and you're sort of a Mrs. Robinson and you were teaching him things and he was making you scream louder than than old Will has made you scream in a good long time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, that's what an entanglement is. Mm-hmm. We're there having, I'd have more respect if she just said we were just had, a, you know, a hot toward affair. But why and would I, she sit across the table with her husband? Because they needed to be on the same entanglement page of words. <laughs> they could have done this at home. I, they, yeah, they didn't need to do it at all. I'm yeah. more, I'm, I, I just, I'm like thinking, you know, uh, I just would be like so bummed out if these were my parents. You know, just much like, uh, you know, Johnny Depp's kids have got to be mortified oh, about their oh, old man. Oh. Mortified. About everything yeah. that's, uh, you know, coming out. I mean, there's just stuff like nobody no ever wants needs... to know about their parents' sex no. life. It's no. it's not that right. they, there's anything wrong with sex, no. but it's just sort of like. I mean, no. it's how a lot of us got here. Right. It's and we most know. of us how I <laughs> yeah. think. And, and you know, and I, like, I can just say that, you know, like, you and I, our parents got divorced in the 70s. Yes. You know, and um, there, 
I happened to be a junior in high school and I had like seven or eight of my girlfriends. All of our parents got divorced junior year of high I school. I felt like we weird. were the first in our Catholic in parish, your parish. And I was nine. And and I was mortified at how much I knew about my parents' turbulent flaming out the end of their 16 year marriage right. you know like uh, there was so Where much i was shocked yeah you were shocked, completely but, shocked and didn't know why dad was moving out yeah because my parents were just like you know 35 or 36 right. years old and you know then the, the dating i mean it was just like it became it was just like uh, we're you're just like oh i don't have time for this i right. don't want to be knowing all of this the details the details and uh-huh. so i'm just i don't know why these two uh, i think it, i wouldn't have brought it up at all, all right. if i had been them because it'll you know what and you know what, it won't really matter it'll already be forgotten by Monday. tomorrow morning it, well it's a friday tomorrow afternoon. morning yeah yeah because well, yes, we were literally we're so done with that story nobody it was just a shrug of the shoulder and you're like oh will and jada they're kind of free and they've easy always breezy been free and I feel like this happens a lot with those two, with her especially, more so her than him. It's the Scientology. I feel like it's influence too yeah. with all that gobbledygook. But they deny language. all that. I know, I know. But they were in it, and they're yeah, taking they what they need. Entanglement. It's an L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> favorite word. <laughs> the Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary, limited time offer, terms apply.